Hey, cuz. How are you, Brittany? Thanks for chiming in. Amen, amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Pastor Tony Knight. I bring you greetings live from Christ Community Church of Violin, New Jersey. Hey, hey. We're saving souls and changing lives. Amen. Listen, we've been on this series. Uh, uh, don't pull out on your investment. Uh, whew. And I like to tell you, we're still on the first page. I mean, we just, it's just so much stuff that just keeps coming. And I'm so glad and I'm so grateful that, number one, that God is using using me to help be a blessing to your lives. And number two, I'm, I'm grateful that you, uh, you like the series. And I like them too, because there's, again, there's so much in the word of God that we'll never get it all. But you know what? Let's keep digging. All right, let's keep digging because the more information we have about God, the uh, much easier it is to understand him. Amen. The much easier it is to understand him. And I'm so grateful for that. So um, let's pray. Father, we love you. We honor you. We give you all the glory, honor, praise, and thanks for this wonderful day. We thank you for the blood of your son, Jesus dying on Calvary's cross for all of our sins. Thank you, Father, for this Bible study class tonight, Lord God, that, Lord, we pray, Father, that you would uh, allow your precious Holy Spirit to take over. Father, I pray, Lord, that I decrease, Lord, that you would increase in me, that you would speak to me, Lord God. Use me as a vessel for your word to go forth. Thank you, Father, for a fresh anointing to do your will, Lord, in this service lord god for we thank you lord we give you all the praise glory and honor father god i thank you once again for all the people that continuously chime in all the time with these services lord god i thank you lord god for the other resources lord god that you are using for our ministry to go forth around the world lord god and i thank you for all the avenues lord that you are using lord to uh push your word lord god so that it can help the people, Lord God, because we need your word, Lord God. Apart from me, you say your word. Apart from me, from you, we can do nothing, and we thank you for that, Lord God. And, Lord, I understand that, and I'm so grateful that I understand, Lord, because you said in your word, and all you're getting, get an understanding. Father, I pray, Lord, that may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Shannon. How you doing, girl? All right. All right. Listen, we're going right back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And you know, we've been, our, our verses are verses 1 through 16. You know, we haven't even read all them scriptures yet, right? But you got them in your notes, right? Amen. That's awesome. Good, good, good. Okay. Well, let's go right to verse number 1 chapter 7 now concern the things of which you wrote to me it is good for a man not to touch a woman nevertheless because of sexual immorality let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband let the husband render to his wife the affection due her 
and likewise also the wife to the husband to her husband the wife does not have authority over her own body but the husband does and likewise the husband does not have authority over his own body but the wife does do not deprive one another except with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again so that satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control but i say this as a conscious not as a commandment for i wish that all men were even as i myself but each one has his own gift from god one in this manner and another in that amen um we're going to go right back to where we left off on uh, Sunday morning. Let's go right to the book of Mark. All right. Let's go right to the book of Mark, chapter 7. Mark, chapter 7. And, um, yeah, let's pick up at verse number. We left off at verse number 6. Okay, so... We really need to pick up at verse number seven, but just, uh, excuse me, just to touch base a little bit, verse six, um, where, and, 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 and verses one through seven, you can see where Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and the scribes, all right, and as you know, they were the ones that um, had Jesus put on Calvary's cross, you know, and listen, these Pharisees and scribes, they are what you, the Bible calls and labels them, they are religious people. Please be careful. Please be careful when you tell people you're religious. Okay, please be careful of that because that does put people in certain categories, but according to the word, it's a specific category. See, God never called us to be religious. All right, he didn't call us to do that. He he called us to go tell it that Jesus Christ is risen. That we are born again believers. Religious people, well, they 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 do common practices unto man to look to look good in the sight of man, not in the sight of God. And and this is what we were reading on and uh viewing on Sunday morning. All right, and Jesus you know, as I shared, you know, a lot of times people think that Jesus uh, didn't have a tough bone in his body, and he wasn't uh, excuse me afraid to call somebody out. And listen, it's okay to do that, but it, it's how you do it. Okay, you don't want to be nasty, you don't want to be mean, but you call that spirit out just what it is that you see. And, and you know what? A lot of times, and it's sad because people love to entertain. All right. People love entertainment. And, and it's sad because in the church building today, um, what we've had been experiencing uh, prior to COVID is a lot of churches were entertain becoming entertaining capitals where people have to go to be entertained when we should be going there to worship God, all right? We should be going there to learn of God, amen? And 
what happens here is if your church wasn't big enough, then people didn't feel as though that you were doing what you're supposed to do. So God can bless you. And as we read in um, in, in 1 Corinthians, we read where everybody has a gift. All right. Now, everybody's gift does not manifest at the same time. All right. Everybody's gift does not manifest at the same time. Now, let me share this with you in reference to that. The Bible says that God gives everybody the measure, uh, excuse me, a measure of faith. All right. God gives everybody a measure of faith. So now I don't have a seed on me here, right? Well, let's pretend. I'm going to take this, this Swedish fish. <laughs> Don't you laugh at me. Y'all know y'all like Swedish fish. So I'm going to take this Swedish fish, right? And we're going to pretend that it's a seed. Okay? Now, God places a seed inside everybody. I want to eat it, but I'm being nice. Right? God places a seed inside of everybody. Now, that seed... At one point in a person's life, it's going to germinate. Now, you and I have no idea when that is going to happen in a person. But it will. But it will. Now, that seed that's in them, when it's time to germinate, that is God getting that individual's attention to let them know that they need to be seeking God. Amen? To let them know that they need to be seeking God. That something in them is calling them to, to God. Now, it's up to you to answer the call or ignore it. One or the other is going to happen. And God's going to show you. All right, remember, God's going to show you all of your choices. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Will it be God or will it be man? So, Jesus answered these uh, Pharisees because of their traditions. And please remember, some traditions are okay. All right? Some traditions are okay. and But there's a whole lot of them that are not. They are a waste of your time. Thanksgiving dinner at your home is nice. All right? That's a very nice tradition. All right, I encourage everybody to celebrate Thanksgiving, a day to be thankful for. And you cook, uh, y'all probably can't cook a turkey more, more prettier and moisture than me, but I understand. <laughs> oh boy, I'm just clowning you, but I do do a good turkey now. All right, now I can make it sing, buddy. So now, and I enjoy, you know, and the family comes over and we get together and we talk and laugh and all that and eat you know that's a good tradition but you hear me say this a lot these bylaws in the church buildings yeah i say that a lot because i know how they'll hinder a in person a people it'll hinder people and listen remember because of the traditions of men god's word won't work please remember that I don't care how much you go to church. If you are exercising man's traditions only, 
instead of the word of God, you are wasting your time. Hear me when I tell you, you are wasting your time. All right. All you're doing is doing a lot of rituals and you're not going nowhere. A lot of rituals and nothing's happening in your life. And I'm here to tell you, just like Jesus told them in verse number six, listen, you hypocrites, <laughs> don't fall in that category, please. Do not fall in that category. Listen, I've been through a whole lot in my ministerial training and even out, even before that. And I've seen a lot of how these traditional, these, these uh, traditionalist churches operate. And a lot of them are about their families only, the money, and they treat it like a business. And if you ask them any questions, you become their enemy. And, and when I say questions, well, there, there's laws of the land that we're supposed to abide by. And when you see the church going against the laws of the land now, um, uh, like an example, if you're a member of a church, you have every right to know uh, what's going on in your church. You have every right. There should be business meetings, all right, quarterly, all right, to let you know the position of your church, how much money's in the church account, where is your money, where is your tithe and offering going, all right? Um, you should, there always should be a paper trail, and you have a right to know, and a lot of churches won't tell you, all right? They don't want you to know, well, you don't need to know what's going on. You have every right if you're a member, amen? You have every right, but uh, I guarantee you, you go buck up against that and watch what happens to you. <laughs> You ain't going to like it. You, you're going to make some rest of your life enemies. Say, who this person think they are? It's somebody that knows their rights and they're exercising it. And you already know that how people, they love to uh, infringe on a person's rights. Amen. So I'm trying to encourage you because I want to see you do very well in life through Christ. I really do. Listen, there are multimillionaires and billionaires and thousandaires that I'm talking to right now, all right? And you're watching this service right now that God has for you because he knows that you can handle it. Because not only are, are, are you and your home is going to be taken care of, but you're going to help use it. You're going to use it also to help build the kingdom of God. And God knows that. But listen, if... If you never tap into the love, the true love of God, you'll never know for yourself. You'll never know. I'm trying to help you get there. How does that benefit me? That's another soldier on the field, y'all. That's another soldier on the field, and I'm grateful for that. See, there's no reason you should be jealous over what somebody else has that God has blessed them with, all right? And because you hold your own self back you hold your own self back listen god's not dumb he's not going to bless you with something that's going to take you from him he's not going to do that that's why he gives everyone a measure of faith all right a measure of faith as well and he says above all i wish that you prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers amen so God 
is a God of balances, all right? Checks and balances, all right? And you will line up if you want the blessings from God. And remember, God uses man, all right? And he uses your enemies. I can't tell you how many of my enemies bless me, and I know that they know that they're my enemy and they can't stand me. And uh, and God used them to bless me. And I'm and I'm like, woo, thank you, Lord. And I hurry up and get in and get out. And sometimes they don't know why they do it, but God will place it on a person's heart to be good to you. But you have to let God do that. Amen. You just can't go and do it yourself. But again, you gotta watch these different traditions. Um some churches now i don't know who god is going to call to preach his word okay i don't know but me pastoring you can best believe i'm trying to prepare the way for the next person to take my spot i'm, I'm not doing this forever i'm going to do it for the seasons that god has me to do it and when it's time for me to step away listen i'll encourage you and i'll and i'll keep serving god but I'll serve him on a different capacity. Amen. Don't be afraid to step aside and let somebody supersede you. It's okay. All right. It's okay. The age that you are now, somebody was that age before you. They did the things that you're doing. All right. Now it's your turn. And if you keep living, guess what? There's somebody else that's behind you that's going to take your spot. So, hey, welcome to the cycle of life, baby. Welcome to that. So, the, 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 these folks here, these Pharisees and scribes, they, they, um, they were dirty. They had a hidden underlying agenda of what they wanted to do. All right? And now, Jesus said in verse 6, he answered and said to them, Well, did, did Isaiah prophesy of you? Hypocrites, as it is written. See, I love it. People don't feel as though that you should stand up for what's right as a Christian. They think you're supposed to be a weak, jelly back, don't say nothing, let me do what I want to do to you, and don't you dare say nothing. Don't you challenge it. Well, I'm not that one. I, if I know I need to challenge something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. If it's right, I'm going, to, I'm going to hold my ground. Amen. And my wife would tell you, oh, boy, I'm, Tony got his teeth in them and he ain't going to let up. No, right is right. You know, you, you go to some of these places for service and uh, whatever, a restaurant, a store. Well, I'm, I'm expecting good service. This is one thing why I like about uh, Chick-fil-A. They train their employees to be kind to be respectful and to be nice. And regardless of whatever their parents may have taught them, listen, you work for us now. And these are our standards. And this is what I expect you to do because we're going to pay you to do this. All right. Now, if you don't want to do this, do not accept this job. Make sense? All right. Listen. So when I go there, I'm expecting good service. I really am. But, and you go to a nice restaurant and the service is poor, look, 
my wife and I was out last week. We went to a certain uh, Chinese buffet. Now it's funny how buffet wants a the the people the serve that they, they the, the waitress is there want a tip, but you got to go get everything yourself. <laughs> All they are is bus boys, really. They just take the plates from the table, the dishes from the table. But they expect a tip. In fact, I think they got in trouble because they were adding a tip onto your bill without your permission. They had to stop doing it. I noticed that last week. I said, oh, they got in trouble. I said, you just can't take. A tip is earned. Amen. It, it's earned by the service that is provided. And people will give you according to how you service them. If they feel as though the service was poor, then you might not get a tip. In fact, the old school rule would be they put one penny on the table to let you know the service was poor. That's what that represented. But you also see people that will leave $20,000 to um, for a, a $10 um, a food bill. They'll leave their waitress a thousand, uh, twenty thousand dollars because they were so kind. See, you never know who God is going to use and how He's going to use them. That twenty thousand dollars help help somebody out a great deal. Would twenty thousand help you? See, you never know who God is going to use. To, all right, to touch, uh, He's going to touch their heart to be a blessing to you. So service, I expect good service when I go out. I really do. And I got one of them faces people don't forget, these freckles. They don't forget. My wife clowns me off. She said, you just got one of them faces they not going to forget. And I said, well, that's all right because I want and expect great service. And when they see us coming, they say they know they tip, they tip good if you treat them right. But we want to be treated right. Isn't that something? All that is is a biblical principle. Be kind to one another. And we read that on last Wednesday, how you want people to treat you. You treat them that way. Amen? And a lot of stuff that I see foul, I'm like, listen, they being foul, I'm not going to treat them foul because I don't want it done back to me. Amen? All right. Verse 7. And in vain they worship me. You see that? Jesus is still calling them out on the carpet. He, he He's still telling them how, how poor their... Their habits have become, their traditions, and now they're worshiping him with vain lips. Look, you do not want to be claiming that you love Jesus and bust hell wide open. Because the Bible says that your works shall follow you. They're going to follow you. Wherever you go, heaven or hell, your works are going to follow you. And you don't want God, when he calls you home, to tell you, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. These guys here are workers of iniquity. What's iniquity? Sin. They're exercising sin. Because their motive is, what can I get out of you so that you can benefit me? And I'm telling you, that's a hard thing to come by. As you notice, I don't ask y'all for no money. I don't do that. If you want to give an offering, thank you. If you don't give an offering, thank you. But the ones that do give, thank you. The ones that don't give, thank you. This still is an operating church. And one day we'll get into tithing offerings and you'll see the importance of it. All right? But, but right now, listen, the, the Lord has me 
doing these series where I'm trying to get you to see him without all and to eliminate all the games that people try to run to get you to support their mess. And believe me, this that's one of the biggest things that turns people off from wanting to serve God because they've gotten caught up in somebody's game. And when they realized it, they became bitter with God and stopped going to church. God didn't do that to you. Them knuckleheads did that to you. Excuse me. I'm being like a good parent. I'm trying to raise you to a level where you can spot them a mile away. When my children, when we were raising our three children, listen, I took my children to the city of Camden in New Jersey. I took them to Philly. I took them downtown where I know the crooks were, where the, the pickpocketers were, where where you can buy any weapons. Yeah, I did early. I showed them and I pulled to the side and I said, watch this guy. I said, you see that guy? You see that? When you see Listen, I prepared them to handle the streets and we prepared them to handle any level of life they needed to go to. And remember, the only difference between you and that person is the choices that you make. That's the only difference. But you need to be mindful of your surroundings at all times and what you're dealing with. So I taught them. I taught them how to look for the pickpocketers, the crooks out there in the streets. His dad, but they just standing there chilling. I said, yeah, watch. Now watch this move that they make. And then watch that move. He's like, wow, dad, I seen that. I said, yeah, exactly. Now that person got their wallet stolen and and they, they'll never see it again. Because by the time they realize it, they're going to they run up to the wrong person. That other person long gone with their, with their money and their ID. Isn't that terrible? Listen, you got people practicing these things. The Bible talks about that. Workers of iniquity. People work sin now. Somebody is doing it, but they're doing it by choice. So I made, we made sure that we showed our children to, to be mindful of the people that you're always, that you're going to be around. And you never know when you're going to be around them. And then we also showed them the dainty ones, the ones that think they got it all together and showed them how to function around them, the do's and the don'ts. So we, in other words, we wanted them to be well balanced, all right, so that you can watch the trickery that people enjoy doing. Because listen, I did not want to pull out on my investment. My children are also a part of uh, our investment, all right, just like yours. And I want to see them do well in life, but overall, I want them to serve God, to fall in love with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I, I need them to fall in love with him so that they can really see and that God can use the Holy Spirit to help to reveal those spirits in everybody that they're around so that they know how to deal with them. Jesus showed us that. All right, because he called them hypocrites and they and they worship uh, him with vain lips. Because why? Jesus seen the spirits that's in the individuals. Amen. And he knew how to and he called them out. 
And listen, don't be afraid to do that. Because you have too many people going into these church buildings blind. Blind. And I, I had one person that wanted to control my, my church's finances and then get into business with them and got mad because I wouldn't go in business with them. Got mad and left the church and everything. And, and their family told me, say, oh, yeah, they mad with you because you wouldn't go into business with them. I said, well, this is the church. All right. And I'm not here to sign up with them to run this as their own personal business so that they can benefit. They were just looking at the people as as a dollar sign, not as souls. Listen, I'm in the business to save souls and change lives. All right. That's my business to to point you to Jesus Christ. And as you do it right, God will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that there's not room enough for you to receive. I want you to experience that so that you can see that Jesus Christ is real. Amen? Look, how's it benefit me? It benefits me because I want to see other people do well. I'm not a selfish individual. I'm good. And listen, I'm expecting more from God too now. All right. Now, I have also a duty as well in this because I'm not going to serve God with vain lips. I want to give him his word, right, and truth to you because, listen, I got to do the same thing that I'm asking you to do. Amen. Or you wouldn't be watching these services. You see the difference in your life so far. So far and just imagine down the road some more. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. You ain't seen nothing yet. I mean that, yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet. God's going to bless you. Bless your socks off. I'm telling you, you have no idea. To the Kapler family, I see Carrie and Dennis up there. Hey, listen, congratulations on your new home. All right. Uh, I, I pray that uh, I pray and dedicate your home that it's always safe, that God keeps his angels of protection around you and your family, your neighbors and your home. Thank God that you guys were in a position that you could not only sell your home, but you can buy a new home to get away from any mess. Thank God for you. Amen. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. This is what happens when you do things decent and in order. All right. It makes you feel good and it helps to put you in position. All right. So that you can make the moves that are necessary and you and when you need to do it. Amen. That listen, that means a lot when you're in position. God always wants us in position. Amen. Ooh, I'm telling you. We're not supposed to be begging and borrowing. The Bible says we're supposed to be the lender, not the borrower. So if you are, we need to get in position. All right? We need to get in position. And then also, I want to wish my godson, Harrison, happy fourth birthday, Shake. <laughs> happy birthday, my buddy. All right, we'll be over to see you soon, okay? Love you, man, and I pray that you're watching this service, this 
God Pop loves you, man. All right, and God has the best for you. You enjoy your special day, okay? All right. If his parents, you guys watching, hit me. Let me know there. Put it on the screen, okay? Put it on the screen. All right, now. Uh, verse 8. Uh, no, no, no. Verse 7. Um, we did the... Uh, let, let's read... Let's read the B clause to verse number 6 again. This, this people... Christ was very specific. This people, not these. Specific person. This people, right here, the Pharisees and the scribes, all right, honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Remember, God says he deals with your heart. Man deals with the outward appearance. See, your outward appearance can be very deceiving, very deceptive. But your heart, <clears throat> excuse me, your heart, listen, God made it very specific. Your heart is the size of your fist. God deals with that. Out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth will speak. All right? It will show a person where you live and where you stand. Okay? So what you need to do is be mindful of your actions. Be mindful of what you do because God is watching. Those angels are jotting down everything that you do. It may not sound important now, but it's going to be important later. So it's important now. So if you want a clean slate now, get it clean, baby. Clean it up. All right, clean it up. Now, verse 7. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Just what we've been talking about, right? All right, verse 8. And laying aside the commandments of God. You see that? Putting God aside. Look, I used to hear somebody say, well, it's time for me to cuss that person out and bust them up. Let me put my religion to the side <laughs> and then go back and pick it up. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I know you want to. Don't do that. Don't do that. You don't need no setbacks. <laughs> Excuse me. You don't need no setbacks in your life. Amen. You don't need that. Okay. For laying aside the commandments of God, you hold the tradition of men, the, the washing of pitchers and cups, and many other such things you do. He said to them, all too well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your traditions. You see that? That's why the Bible wants us to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Listen, all you and I are supposed to be are vessels for God's word to go forth while we're on this earth. I know your job is nice. I know you went to college and trade school and all that to get in position and make money and all this money and buy these beautiful homes and jewelry and clothes and cars and trips. And, but life is more than that. There's nothing wrong with enjoying those things. But please do not let those things have you. Please don't worship those things. Don't 
Put those in place of God in your life. They're very tangible. You see all these storms. We're still helping out with the tornadoes that went through Gloucester County, New Jersey. Uh, I was through there today, and the devastation is terrible. It's terrible. Uh, people lost homes. They, uh, you should see those 200-year-old trees, how they, they just flipped apart like, it's, like they were little matchsticks or toothpicks. And, it's, and, and people are, FEMA still in the area, you know, and people are still trying to regroup. You know, and get money so that they can go back to a normal way of living. Just normal. How many of you are living just normal? You know, there's people that lost every single thing. But they still have their life. The Bible says, what profits a man or woman to gain the whole world but lose his soul? You don't want to gain everything and lose your soul. You know, the... They can bury you with all your money and all your jewelry, they can, all your clothes. They can put all that in your casket. You can best believe when, it, when the funeral's over and they bury you, somebody's going to come back and get you. <laughs> They're going to come back and get all that stuff. They're going to do you no good, as we read and, and I share with you about the rich man in the book of Luke. All right, when he died and was buried, listen, he, he, his eyes raised up in hell. In Hades, the Bible called it, and where he was in constant torment and pain. Now, you mean to tell me that you're willing to opt to live that way for eternity? Really? To fall short in this life and then suffer for eternity? Really? Please tell me there's nothing wrong with your head. Please tell me there's not. Please tell me that you are not going to sell yourself out for things, please, because of the traditions of men. Listen, Jesus said that himself. Don't waste your time, all right? Uh, verse 10, for Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. We read that on Sunday, right? But I say, but excuse me, but you say, if a man says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me, it is Corbin, excuse me, is Corbin. That is, now Corbin is a gift to God, all right? Now, and you no longer let him do anything for his father or his mother. Verse 13. Making the word of God of no effect through your traditions, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. You hear what Jesus said? You make God's word don't work of non-effect. And people pass down traditions from generation to generation and nothing ever gets better. And I have said this to so many times to you. That cycle must stop. You do not want to continue that cycle. I know your mama did it. And your daddy did it. And, and their parents and their parents. Well, guess what? Everything wasn't right. And you have to sort through it spiritually to see what, what really works, not make you feel good, 
where, what works where you see the power of God working in your life, not, oh, let's just have a good time and clap and shout, woo, hot and sweaty, and, and go home poor and broke and busted, and bill collectors knocking on the door, you ducking and dodging, and afraid to answer your phone and door because they, 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 uh, they want their money. And you believe in God for it, and you're making a lot of bad choices. And, and, you, and you think God is going to clean up uh, what you keep messing up. No, you got to straighten up. You get, the Bible says do things decent and in order. Guess what you need to do? All things decent and in order. See, that, that also can be your thorn. Remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago? That thorn in the flesh, that constant reminder with Paul, remember? Maybe, maybe that can be your thorn to help keep you humble so that you don't overspend, all right? So that you do pay your bills on time, so that you do manage your life and your affairs. See, all this is biblical, folks. It's all biblical. And you, God wants you to be in position to help others. And again, you can't help nobody if you don't have anything yourself. You can't do it. Good luck. Good luck. Today was one of the days where we give out food to uh, widows and seniors. So we were able to do that today. Well, there's people that we give to that don't really need it, right? But we give it to them because they qualify. They're a widow and a senior. Uh, we don't know what they really need, but we want you to know that we love you and we're thinking about you. And we just want to bless you with something. Now, if you don't need it, pass it on to somebody else. But we'll let you decide that. But we want you to know that we're thinking about you. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm grateful. And it's working. All right, now. So, you don't want to pass down mess. I promised my children and my wife that we're going to be the difference in life, in our lives, in our children's lives. And I don't want to pass down to our children generational curses. Now, that's a whole other subject, but I need to touch it a little bit because I did bring it up. There are people who uh, practice molest, molesting their family members, male and female. And as you've been seeing, a lot of this is coming out on the forefront now. These have been traditions passed down, all right, for a long time, hundreds of years a lot of times, where people are molesting the children, they're raping them early, and it's psychologically messing up the children so that it, they, they, they're not functioning well. They have too many distractions. And we need to be careful uh, of not doing that. Because as we read, God does give you the ability for self-control. But you got to practice it. Listen, nobody really likes to practice self-control. But if you want the better, you have to do it. If you want better, you have to do it. Hey, Pastor McCoy, I, I got to call you, man. You, you've been on my heart and my mind, my wife and I. And I, I, I man, I'll hit you up. 
So you got to practice good. It's not just going to come to you. It, it'll be there, but you you got to implement it. And if you ever notice about this ministry, we're always teaching you application. How to apply the word of God to your life so that you can see the it working in your life and you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. Amen. There's nothing like enjoying it. What you what you see, what you plant, seeing it work for you. And then not only the molestation, some people pass down uh, generations of, of poverty. Some of poverty. You know, one of the things in the United States of America here, uh, President Bill Clinton, all right, when he was in office, all right, I liked him. I liked him. The country was in good standing financially with him, too. Now, outside of whatever he did, okay, with the other girl, but that was between him and his wife, all right? Yeah, they worked that out, all right? That's their affair, business. Now, he, he implemented a program called Welfare to Work. Now, I believe that program, it allowed a person to stay on welfare, but only for five years. And they had to go to school for something that was in demand that they could get a job and then they had to pay that money back. I like that because that gave incentives. And I knew some people that got on the government system and they would do welfare and they wouldn't work. And they, they, all they did was drink, get, get high every day and wait for that check to come once a month and then look for handouts anywhere they can get it. But all their other money went to getting high. And then they wanted to pass it on to their children. And I knew people that wouldn't accept that. They said, no, no, no. And I'm glad that the Welfare to Work program, I've seen it work with a lot of people. A lot of people. And uh, it, it's you, you got to push people. All right? But you know what? It, you got to want to be pushed also, people. You got to want to be pushed. That you got to be motivated. All right, to, to want better and to do better. And it's in you. All right, but if you don't nurture it through the word of God, it's, it's not going to happen. All right, and there's people that do it and they say, I don't know, something's in me telling me that I need to do better. Yeah, that's that seed that God placed in you, that measure of faith, that greatness is in you. And you have to, you have to dig in you have to dig in to break the generational curses. Some people enjoy uh, cussing, just cussing their spouses out all the time and fighting. Yeah, yeah, listen, fighting is not good relationships. Yeah, that's wrong. Kindness is. Gentleness is. Meekness. Speaking soft words. Those are the kind of things that are are or what God wants us to practice with each other. A soft answer turns away wrath. Not calling somebody blankety, blankety, blank, blank, blank. You know all them blanks. <laughs> Y'all can fill them in real quick and good, right? <laughs> Been there, done that, I feel you. No, be kind. And then what are your children going to watch? How you're conducting yourself. How you're treating mom and dad. Listen, even... Especially when you're angry. Because, listen, 
Anybody can have some moments that can pop up that you didn't ask for that when you start feeling queer and you're like, I'm ready to lose it. <laughs> I'm ready to lose it. No, 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 no. That's your test time. That's when you have to be, you have to be quick to hear and slow to speak. That's where you need to say, oh, 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 I better not say the wrong thing. I better be careful what I say. I don't want to, I don't want to provoke my spouse to anger or my children or anybody else, my boss, my neighbor, friend. You don't want to do that. You want to be kind, be gentle, right? So you practice these things. Guess what's going to be passed down? It's up to you to stop these generational curses in your life. Listen. Don't pull out on your investment. Expect a harvest. Expect it. Only if you're doing right. If you're not doing right, don't expect a harvest. Make sense? Okay, I'm just saying. Verse 14. When he had called all the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand the bible says in all you're getting get an understanding jesus gray lay something else down on him here now check this out he said and understand oh excuse me sorry y'all verse 15 there is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him but the things which come out of him those are the things that defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, def now let's, let's talk about defile. Okay, the Greek word is, it's a verb, all right, and it's spelled K-O-I-N-E-E, -E, K-O-I-N-E-E. -E. And that's pronounced ko-no-o, kano-o, all right? And that is to make common. It's a Greek word. It's to make common, all right? Now, to make common. So you see where that, that verb kicks in, make, right? That, that means you got to do something. <laughs> you got to make this thing happen. Now, as we just read, there's... Nothing that enters a man from the outside which can defile him, but the things which come out of him. Now, remember how I shared with you, this is your battlefield right here, your brain, your mind. All that goes on in here, the Bible tells you, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, M-I-N-D. That's why you got to get the word of God off the pages into your brain. All right, so it gets into your heart so that whatever you see or comes your way, you now have the responsibility to sort through it. All right, you got to sort through it and sift it as we to find out and then speak and do the right things. That's your responsibility. See, God cannot, will not, and won't go against your will he will not do that whosoever will let him come or her listen it is up to you what comes out of you is either going to build you or it's going to tear you down
But that's your responsibility. It's not mine. It's not nobody else's. You are the author and the finisher of your life and what you have. You have what you have because of what you've been saying and what you've been doing. That's what you have. All right. Listen, you can blame other people. I know people plot and do things against you. All right. But listen, the Bible says, now this is for God's chosen folks now. These are the people that stay in a righteousness position. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, God shall condemn it. That means that you don't know all the people who are trying to do you in, but God does. And God will stand in the gap for you and put a stop to it. Will not allow it to affect you or prosper in any way. Listen, you are not that good to know all the people that's trying to do you in. You got people probably living in your house doing you dirty. You got family. Listen, and, and believe me, it's people that are close to you that know you because they're the ones that hurt you the worst because you love them differently. I'm trying to tell you, look, look, you, you got to be careful how you, you, you deal with folks. You better know what's going on with them. Uh, listen, they, they'll, they'll, they'll take you out. All right, they will take you out, and you got to be careful. Ooh. Let me tell you, boy, I'm telling you, listen. I, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't serve God with sincereness of heart sooner, but it wasn't time. See, remember that seed again? It, it, it wasn't time. See, you, that measure of faith is a big deal. That's between you as the individual and God. I'm trying to help give you some good tools, all right, for your toolbox so that you can function perfectly through Christ. And you can do that. Your spirit man can function perfectly. But now you don't want things that come out of you to defile you. You want things that come out of you to, to build you up, all right? Because you're building a bridge for your future. You're paving the road as you go. All the lumps and bumps in front of you, you're paving the way as you go so that they never affect you in no any negative way, shape, or form. Amen? Listen, don't pull out on your investment. I believe we're going to talk about this some more because what I wanted to talk about tonight, it just didn't happen. All right. And we'll see about Sunday. All right. If, if God's will, we'll see about Sunday. And do you believe you deserve the best? Do you believe that in you? Really? Have you asked yourself that? Says, you know, just, just tell yourself, say, you know what? Say, self, I deserve the best. Uh, listen, there, there's no more me. It's just one me. I'm so unique that God just loves me so much that he, he, has, he has the best for me. And I deserve it. And Lord God, I, 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 want, I want to be in position to receive all that you have for me. I want to be in that position, Lord God. 
so that I can not only enjoy it, Lord, but I want to be a blessing to your kingdom, to help build your kingdom, Lord. To give people hope and, and to show them that this, this is doable. That they can live such a productive life in and through you. Isn't that wonderful? But listen, it starts with you asking the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. You got to have a starting point. You got to have a starting point. It's not going to happen no other way. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that Christ has been raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. It's a simple confession that you make. And you may have made that and went back on your word. Jesus said he's married to the backslider. He said, you left me. I didn't leave you. So just repeat after me if you want to accept the Lord as your Savior. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I receive you as my Savior, Master, and Lord. Satan, you no longer have a stronghold on me. In Jesus' name, amen. Heaven rejoices when one soul gets saved, and guess what? So do I. Please share this on your page. Amen. If you gave your life to Christ, hit me up. Let me know. All right. If you rededicated your life to Christ, hit me up. Let me know. All right. Listen, I appreciate you so much. Please share this on your page. Uh, I thank you, everyone who are sharing these, these messages on your pages. I thank you for the ones who are having uh, group parties, all right, where uh, there's other people that are piggybacking and watching these services around the world, all right, through it. I thank you for, um, uh, in Georgia, thank you for, check us out on, on the uh, Roku TV and Amazon TV and iOS and there's a Roku, Roku and uh, oh, we're we're on we're on the boob tube, y'all. It's called the Flow. All right, the Flow, T H E Flow, F L O W. We're on the Flow out of Atlanta, Georgia. All right, so you can get us on Roku TV now. All right, we we live and pumping there, y'all. These same messages. Okay, this is why. Uh, I had to do to do it a little differently, and we're looking to even have better equipment in the near future, okay? As you know, all this stuff costs, and it takes time, but we're working on it, and God is blessing us, and he's elevating our ministry. Remember, we need to reach billions and billions of people seven days a week, all right, 24 hours a day, and God is going to do that through this ministry. He's going to bless this ministry to do that, and he's using you to help it happen, amen? And I'm expecting every single one of you to live an excellent quality of life. Amen. And just transfers right to heaven because you are being a blessing to this ministry. All right. Love y'all. Have a great evening. Thanks again, everyone. Lillian, Denise. Uh, thank y'all, Shannon, everybody, Carrie, and uh, whoever else is on. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate you. All right. Pastor McCoy, Frank. Frank Go, what's up, my buddy, my brother? All right, love y'all. Take care. Heaven smile upon you.